who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 197. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Alongside the RC Cola drinking Ryan Clements. All the empty calories, his teeth. And he only does everything. Colin Moriarty. Beyond. How you doing, Colin? I'm okay. Don't fucking lie to the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, Colin's in the pit, everybody, and I can tell you why. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will now have a moment of silence. All right. That was for Q101. Chicago's alternative radio station is switching over to the news talk tomorrow. Oh, okay. The one that tomorrow. I grew up on. The one that uh, Game Over Greggy's dad would be driving Game Over Greggy home from the comic book shop, listening to some 311 out of that thing. Mm. Not anymore. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. No one will ever know it anymore. That happened to K Rock in New York City Dark too. Day. They used to be that used to be like the awesome alt rock station, and now it does like I don't know adult contemporary or something like that. Interesting. It's it's radio's it's dead. On IGN. It's taking its toll. Everybody's in everybody's in the pit except me and Ryan. Yes, we already have an awesome freaking show. I'm ready. Let's start it like we do every time with what once was, once will be, forever, <laughs> and always in the <laughs> eternal fires of the Phoenix. Will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Eternal fires of the Phoenix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is my first time reading the Roper Report with the new mics, so give me a sec to adjust. All right, then. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I have to lean forward. Like These this. are also. You act like it's so bad. This is uh, last night. I recorded a podcast laying in my bed, and I will tell you, it was one of my worst performances ever. I'm much more excited. God, to be that sounds up awesome. In, oh, God. We should just have an infirmary in here that we can always <laughs> lay in bed. And, All right. Uh, uh, Greg, just a yeah. helpful hint. I find that holding it up like this is very helpful because then you're staring straight yeah. ahead. Yeah, I like that. There you go. All right. Uh, we should get clips. If we could put a clip right oh, there, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. I bet I could do that. I could right, improvise good. something because I'm actually a direct descendant of MacGyver. Really? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. A fictional character. Wow. That's, that's hard to do. That's <laughs> impressive. Um, kicking off the Roper Report, I'm going to remind you several times throughout this show, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, number one on the Greg Miller Roper Report, not the Colin Moriarty Roper Report, is that uh, <laughs> next week at this time, we'll be down at the Comic-Cons, Colin. Yes. We're going to be doing some Comic-Con up, and uh, there is plenty of opportunities to come support the Beyond Nation and the IGN Nation, as they call it. First off, IGN has the IGN Oasis, which is this little thing. This is where we gave away t-shirts last year. I know, I'm looking at you guys like you were there. I was, no, I wasn't. There. I was the only one there. <laughs> Please. <laughs> give away t-shirts. Get some free food. There's like photos and stuff. That is uh, the IGN Oasis. It's Thursday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. It's over at the Hard Rock Hotel. You can't miss it. It's right outside. When you walk up, there'll be a giant line of people, and people will be chilling out, having a great old time. Uh, there's also like a sprint booth and stuff. Something's going on over there. It's a gaming lounge. You don't need to go to that, though. Don't worry about that. But what you should be going to is the panels and the meet and greets. Thursday. Colin, what the hell are you doing Thursday? <sighs> Sleeping. I don't no. Know. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go uh, hang out with some Chimera yes. in San Diego. Uh, it's the first on. It's Kyle the first, the Chimera? It's the first ever ResistCon. Uh, Colin is on the, ho- on the Chimera and Homeworld. Co- Colin is hosting <laughs> Resistance Three, exploring a 1950s altered America, the continuing creation of the Resistance universe. This is the panel with the folks from Insomniac. Yes, you're yeah. the host. You're moderating. I am, I am moderating. This is on Thursday from five to six, room seven A B. It will be fun. I talked to Insomniac a couple days ago to work everything out yep. with them, and uh, they have some exciting things planned. Nice. Can so, I? So don't miss it. May I just ask, and you're not allowed. Uh, you don't have to answer this question. Okay. Can you tell us what you're planning on wearing to the to the? Oh, uh, good panel? question. Are you going to be like dressed up? A blue dress. Casual. A blue dress. A blue dress. Okay. No, that, I'm just going to wear what, what, what do I normally wear? Okay. Jeans and a t-shirt. Sounds what t-shirt? Good. This is a big decision for me too. I'm trying to decide: uh, do I want to rock my Beyond t-shirt? Which the reason I only want it is because it has a hole in the shoulder. Oh, it has no. a hole in the shoulder. It's been there for like ever. It's a uh, bad cafe press. Bad okay. cafe press. But what I usually do is I wear a long sleeve gray shirt underneath it. But I can't do that in Comic Con because I will already be sweating my balls off. Right. So it's not. I, don't, I can't do that. So do I? Do I just rock the Beyond shirt with a hole in it? What do I care? I'm Greg Miller. Or do I wear like that Superboy IGN shirt I have with it and the logo in the middle? Tell you what. Big decisions. Tell yeah. you what. Yeah. You pass that shirt to me. I'll have my tailor fix it up for you. All right, tailor. Like there you go. Your cobbler. Back? Oh, that's not true. a lot. Is this Neefy? Is it just no? Neefy? It's it's no? not. It's not Neefy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so no shirt, no no shirt decision on your. I don't know. I'll probably just wear a Beyond shirt. All right, good. Uh, and then you can come see me and Damon and Rich and probably a bunch of IGN editor, entertainment editors and stuff. They're doing a meet and greet on IGN Saturday, also at the Oasis. I believe it's four to five. We're closing down the Oasis, and then we're going to roll out to a, a bar or some kind of thing to go hang out with people. I have a shot, panel. Shot, 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 shot. I think I have a panel that night though. Afterwards, that I have to go see. But you can come with me to that, and then we can go back to wherever we're drinking. And then. Right on the heels of getting wasted on Saturday with the fans, I have a Starhawk uh, panel Sunday, room 25AB at, at 10 o'clock. It's me talking to Dylan Job, everybody else there, about the Starhawk. Starhawk, the evolution of Warhawk to Starhawk, the new universe that is Starhawk. That's an interesting how many title. Times, how many times can they say Starhawk? Starhawk I'm assuming Warhawk, the Starhawk, panel Warhawk. is actually the evolution from Warhawk to Starhawk, the new universe that is Starhawk. But I think I, when I put this into the, my phone, I put Starhawk in front of it. But look for the... Hawk, 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 Starhawk! We'll talk to Warhawk. You can you can walk up. You can ask questions. It'll be great. You can do that resistance panel too. As well. Yeah, you can ask questions to the resistance panel and uh, uh, plus ten points uh, charisma for anyone who dresses as Kyle the Chimera. Oh, we need to point. I don't know well, how are you going to introduce yourself when you start the panel. You're the you're the moderator. You start the panel. Give yes. me your moderation intro. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Yet. Oh, see that I already have my whole my oh. whole spiel. But I'll give you, here's the teaser. It's going to get I'm up ready. there. And I'm not going to do the Uncharted one. I had a good one. My first Uncharted. But I, I'm not going to do that. This one is just going to be. What's everybody? I'm Greg Miller from IGN.com and Podcast Beyond. That's when everyone in the room yells Beyond. That's your cue, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is, like, if you remember the Uncharted panel from two years ago, 
explosive beyond. I was blown away. We had so many people yell beyond. In this one, I'm assuming Starhawk on a Sunday morning, only the most dedicated beyond and PlayStation <laughs> fans will be there. So make sure you come, tell, yell beyond, tell the people next to you yell beyond after I say it that first time. You'll show uh, Sony who rules, and that's Podcast Beyond. Who rules the roost? And, and I'm assuming Colin will do something similar. Yeah, I'm just Colin's gonna, gonna mention Beyond at some point. Yeah, I'll say it in the beginning. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to. You know, I, I, I'm just gonna ad lib it as it were as we go. Yeah. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm nervous about this actually. But no, I'm pretty, you're but I'm, pretty but I'm pretty. Panels excited. are awesome. I know resistance pretty well. Yeah. So I yeah, think uh, you're you're, I, po- you're totally prepared. To I've never it. heard of Starhawk or Warhawk, so I'm kind of interested to learn mm-hmm. about them when I'm yeah. up there. Yeah. I think it's what's a, this about? It's a it's a racer, right? Yeah. No, this is like the offshoot of Pixel Junk side scroller. I think. Got it. Now let's get to the real Roper report. This is generated by Colin Moriarty, so the opinions and sarcasm expressed here are zone. not necessarily. Oh, jeez, look at how long number six is. Number, number six Christ, is is, is Colin. that the, Don't worry about it. It's just, a lot of words in number five. I can't even pronounce. Let's. Oh God, number one. In case you're expecting the Uncharted three beta end today, July fourteenth is scheduled. You'd be wrong. Naughty Dog is keeping the beta going for an extra day. Uncharted three's beta will now run through July fifteenth, ending at noon Eastern Standard Time. That's exciting. Is I it? wanted to hit 25 really badly, and I had a bunch of reviews and stuff this mm. week in uh, NCAA last week, so I'm only at about to hit 22. So I could stay up all night long. Do you think you could do it? No. All right. Probably not going to really do it at all, but I really wish I could or did. You know what I mean? I got to level two. Man, you're just embarrassing. <laughs> just embarrassing, man. Uh, number two. Sony announced a three-year, $20 million investment plan that will continue to support independent developers that want to make games exclusively for the PlayStation Network. Four games have already been revealed to be part of this continuing investment, including Euphoria, Okaboo, Payday the Heist, and Papo and Yo. More are obviously forthcoming. I'm excited for all those games, even though I can't pronounce most of them. Yeah, Euphoria looks kind of Okaboo. We have a written preview and video preview going up today, and it's adorable. Okaboo. I love that little cloud. And then Chocobo? No. And then Payday, that sounds cool. Left for Dead, finally, but with Banks. Mm -hmm. Sounds awesome. Yes. All right. All right. We're, we're, We're good. We like this plane, right? Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, all right. Yeah. PSN already has a lot of great exclusives. Suck it, Xbox Live. No, I, think, huh? I think I could do a lot more with those $20 million. Do you? Yeah. When are you going to start making games, Ryan? That's the big question. I, well, I started yesterday. <laughs> What'd you do? Yeah, I, uh, I made a platformer, and it's called The Tragic Mistimely Adventures of Greg Miller from oh Podcast Beyond. Okay. It's too long. And uh, It's going to be a great mini. Yeah, it's a mini. It's, uh, Is it $7? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. On a similar offshoot here, uh, Daryl wrote into Beyond at IGN.com. And now here's, here's what, something I want to do. I want to stop the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're a conversational podcast. You know that. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to email Podcast Beyond, you email us at beyond at IGN.com. I've, I've been trying, you know, over the years here to get better at just integrating that into conversation. Daryl will talk to a Daryl sent an email to IGN, beyond at IGN.com, you know what I mean? And apparently now people have stopped hearing the email address. People think they listen to the show, but then I get PSN messages asking me, how do I send in a question to beyond? And that makes me very, not angry, but frustrated. Yeah, and frustrated. a few people have been emailing, I don't know about you guys, but emailing me and I think a few us collectively sometimes right to our email addresses, like yeah. to cmoriarty at IGN.com, which is, which is not acceptable. So. For beyond questions, yes, you don't mind being reached out to on other issues or matters or breaking news. I or wish something. no one should email me at all. Oh, okay. Well, I always say you can reach out to me if you ever see a typo or something's broken on the site or you need assistance outside of you know quick fire questions. You're welcome to email me. And that's I, for interviews and school projects. I've been doing those a lot lately. No, no, of course. I mean, of course, if it has nothing to do with the podcast, but I've been getting podcast questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't do like that. that. Hey, beyond, what's up, guys? I was wondering. No, beyondthenigen.com, yeah. yeah. mother. Please, ever. please. I got to keep those. We get too many. We get a lot of emails. We like to keep them, you know, separated. 
But Daryl wrote in, similar to this question about development, right? He says, I don't know if this has been mentioned by Sony, but do you think Sony will allow open development for applications and games for the Vita? If so, do you think it could keep Vita games at... Uh, Keep Vita games by major publishers relatively cheap since they would have to compete with smaller, cheaper games. Uh, we didn't do anything with it because it was really just uh, a comment on an off. On, I think it was in Developer Magazine. Uh, they talked to our good friend and ours, YoSP, over there on the Twitter at YoSP. Uh, she hate her. Yo, yo, SP. Anyways, uh, president of the Worldwide Studios. He said that the Vita development kit is going to be very cheap, and they're going to be reaching out to independent developers to get them on board in making cool games. So hopefully, yeah, you'll see an app store or something that can compete with the app store, something small. Minis that make sense on the price they are priced at. Uh, speaking of uh, Shuhei Yoshida-san, yeah. did you see his tweet about uh, Google Maps? Uh, I think so. Did you do that? No. It's well, amazing. maybe I didn't. Tell me what you're on. Yeah. All right. I think, I think he, he, he wrote, he tweeted recently that go into Google Maps yeah. and you put, I believe you put China as your starting point point and taiwan is your destination or maybe it's the other way around okay shit i forgot well it's, anyway. that's easy to fix and then he said up. go down to the 48th step and read it what and, is it and i did that if you go all the way down this is, i swear this is on google maps you go to the 48th step it says swim across the pacific ocean that's radical <laughs> yes wait pacific right damn it i always get those uh yeah, yeah right. that's the pacific I'm right. ocean i'm right yeah pacific rim it's all over there yeah, yeah. number three electronic arts has purchased Pop Cap Games, the thriving developers of such, such smash hits as Peggle, Plants vs. Zombies. The deal cost EA a reported $750 million. Oh my god. That's a lot of money. The payment for Pop Cap will be through $650 million in cash, as well as an additional $100 million in EA common stock that will be issued to certain Pop Cap shareholders. Do you think the 650 was given to them in a giant like check like they won a golf tournament in $1 bills <laughs> <laughs> there you that, go enjoy how it. does that actually work it's cash yeah so i used to get confused by this too especially when i was young cuz it's like you know buy this car in cash and so that and means I, it, available money right yeah like, it means like you can it's a check but right. it's like it's cash it's not, funds it's, it's not basically like a credit card it's right. basically like it's basically like numbers just changing in the bank's servers or whatever as opposed to credit Mm-hmm. Or common stock, or whatever, which is included in. There. I think we should uh, film a movie where the three of us are kind of go on this heist to steal the six hundred and fifty million. They'll never know before it's wired to. Uh, to we, I, to I always wanted up. to have an offshore Cayman bank, like, you know what I mean, or a Swiss bank account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so many many you can do whatever the hell you want over yeah. there. It just it's makes good sense. for tax dodging. Yeah. Well, if you're interested, I am interested. <laughs> we'll talk more about this after. Okay. Number four, Limbo was revealed a while ago to come to the PSN, but now we have a date. Look for Limbo to come to North American PSN on July 19th and the European PSN on July 20th. That's exciting. It is. That's that's another of what I like to call an unexclusive. They've been unexclusified. Yeah. Are you gonna play that one? Did you yeah. ever play? The, did you ever play it on Xbox? No, I haven't. But I, I will did. play it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna. I, I played on Xbox. I enjoyed it, but I'm not. It's not a game I really want to go back through. Yeah, I heard the achievements weren't very good. So if they, if they're the same for the trophies, it won't be very good. But, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna buy it anyway. I mean, I want to show them our support. Yeah, that's true too. I do, I do like helping them out. I, right. I enjoyed that game. Here comes the first one, the first marathon, everybody. <laughs> Number five, Tetsunoa Nomura of Square Enix spoke to his Japanese magazine Famitsu and you're, revealed some morsels of information about the much anticipated Kingdom Hearts 3. Go ahead. Yeah, you were really close actually. Okay. Yeah. No more no more. No, no you were right about oh, Nomura okay. and it's Tetsuya. Tetsuya. All right. Yeah, Parent tries to teach me Japanese cuz I, I do I love Japan. Right. And I I've got to pronounce oh, every like every little like to 
like you have to like the syllables are very important yes and you know that i just like to talk like blah, i just slur everything but together. it's also it's very difficult i don't think anyone is blaming you for well how ca- how dare you not be there's fluid. your midwest education uh nomura revealed that kingdom hearts 3 will be the last game featuring the series main antagonist oh jesus is uh xanor nort is he related to the noid no, <laughs> Nord, get it? Uh-huh. oh my god <laughs> but that there's already a framework in place for future sequels that will retail Sora, the main character. That will retail? That's what you say here. That will retail uh, Sora, okay. the main character. Return? Why did that? Uh, maybe Feature. In- I don't know. Entail? It says retail. Entail? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that, be- will, that makes sense. That will entail Sora as the main character. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Nomura pointed towards the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 3D on 3DS as possibly being the final spinoff before Kingdom Hearts 3 finally comes out. He also revealed that Square Enix is looking into tech to render past titles in HD, which could signal Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy Collections. Whew. Oh my god, that was, go. that was a mouthful. I'm going to drink some coffee. Clements, explain why we care about any of that. Uh, we care about it because, man, we have been waiting a long-ass time for the third proper Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, you and get a lot of spinoffs. A yeah, lot of, yeah, lot of we've differences. Gotten, we've gotten many. Yeah. I, could, I mean, I could count them all out, and it's a, it's a large number. <laughs> Especially between... I mean, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out during the PS2's time, and now how far are we into the PS3's life cycle, you know? Think about it. 20 years, probably, I think. 20 years. 20 to 25 years. It's been 20 years. It's a PlayStation Well, you got to be patient. Square's working on a lot of really important games over there that people really love. So. All right. Was that sarcasm? No, I think it was yes, sarcasm. it is, because oh Colin gosh. has been down on Square <laughs> Enix recently. Now, I agree with him on most points, but I, I think that they've still got some tricks. They got the, they got the, the hell sex. are they doing over there? That's the like, Deuce X! That they didn't develop that. They're publishing it. Whatever. It takes, <laughs> it takes resources. Yeah, it takes resources. Also, also, I heard about but, some awesome figures they're going to have at Comic-Con, and I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I, I will say that I am very excited. Uh, did uh, did you put the Versus 13 <sighs> stuff in here? No, I didn't okay. see any news on it. Real quick side note. Um, our Japanese correspondent, Kira, uh, posted an article, I want to say yesterday, about Final Fantasy Versus 13, which is sort of, it's just its own thing, but it just shares the name with Final Fantasy 13. But anyway, uh, they are revealed a few more little details on it, and apparently they are pouring a lot of effort into sort of the, the cutscene and storytelling and trying to make it a little more... They're making it more playable. Gotcha. Like, all the in-game cutscenes will be controllable by the, by the player, they, which I think is very controllable interesting. Controllable, like Metal Gear, where I'm just, like, shifting it left and right, I and don't, I got a robot. Metal Gear. I don't Gear. think so, but uh, I'm, awesome I mean, it's not, it's not confirmed yet. Kira had a great title for it, too, because basically... Nomura, the same guy, yeah. uh, didn't want to share officially share um, cuts, uh, screenshots to the public because he didn't want to distract from the other uh, Square Enix projects. Uh-huh. So she titled it basically, it's, it looks too good to be shared. Mm-hmm. So that's what that Spot is. On. L- Spot listen, on. Listen, real quick. Uh-oh. Colin's going to let it fly. If I, was at Squ- you know, if I was one of the decision makers at Square, right. I would cancel these Final Fantasy thirteen projects. I would have canceled them a long time ago after Final Fantasy thirteen came out. That's a bad idea. And then I would have put all my resources into a Final Fantasy seven remake, which would sell like 10 million copies. That would make the company financially viable again, because if they keep going the way they're going, they won't exist in five years. Yeah. And it's really frustrating that they are just... Like, Counterpoint, you know- Mr. Clement. <laughs> I, I think that... Ah, I'm not going to show! <laughs> I'm having fun today! Listen, and wait. I just bit the microphone! <laughs> I am not used to these! Clements and I have had many, many hours and hours worth of square conversations. Yes, yeah. And the, the, one, the one common thread that, that Clements and I share is that we both love Square growing up. Yeah. Like, we both... Like, just like Nintendo. Yeah, ju- yeah, exactly. And Nintendo is obviously disgrace us basically and you know square is really doing the same thing in a different way because 
they're not, you know, as opposed to Nintendo really going casual and basically just saying F you to the hardcore consumer, Square is basically saying we don't want to innovate anymore and we take these games now and make sequels to them and just, you know, th- you know, over and over again. Instead of going back to the classic games that don't have sequels, especially the two classic Final Fantasies that I think everyone basically unanimously agrees are the best Final Fantasy games, not that I necessarily agree with one of them, is 6 and 7. If they remade 6 and especially remade 7... Those games would sell like hotcakes, and they yes. don't do it. And I don't know why they're just ignoring it over and over again. They're... Put out a Final Fantasy collection. Do all these things. Like This company is hemorrhaging money. I, I, like I said, I wrote a Square piece a month or two ago about their financials. They are hemorrhaging money. Okay. And at this rate, they are not going to survive. So, you know, they, more than five Counterpoint, years. Mr. Clements. There's, I mean, it's not so much a counterpoint as agreeing. They have made a lot of bad decisions, but I think you're... I, I mean, let's keep in mind the fact that I'm sure Final... I don't have the exact numbers, but I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy XIII sold well. Right? Yeah, it did. I it mean, it made well. the money. And so making a sequel to that, which they haven't done since ten, which also ten sold very well. Yes. I mean, it financially makes sense. Is it is it smart from like a, we want to sort of see that company do something new and really step forward or go back and touch on the real classics? No, I mean, we do want that. But I think that, you know, yeah, they, they're like, oh, we made a game. We finally made some money off of this. Let's make a sequel. That makes sense. And then Versus 13, I think, started off as like, you know, a good idea. And I think that still has potential because that's basically, that game is the, it's Kingdom Hearts, but it's for people that don't want Disney characters in their game. And I think that there is a, there is an audience of Square Enix fans that wants that. Because that's originally what I was like before I got into Kingdom Hearts, but I, I like Kingdom Hearts now. Good. So. You came around. Keyblade. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they've made terrible decisions. I mean, Kellen and I both agree on that, but I think I think there's still some hope for them, and I think that they will ultimately do a Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, I'm sure they will. It's just it's just crazy that this is the same company that gave us all those classics. Yeah. You know, all of the like just hit after but, hit after hit after hit from from 1990, 1991, really, with Final Fantasy II slash right. four, all the way through the PlayStation era and early into the PlayStation two era. We were getting great Square games, like consistently, with the exception of like Saga Frontier and a few misses. Like the, there were really few games that were not good or great you know i think that i mean we've had this conversation a lot before and i don't want to derail the rope report it's too called much. podcast you know, the conversational <laughs> podcast but like the some nerd somewhere is enjoying this crap creative creative energy like fluctuates all the time right in every industry and i think that you know maybe this is just this is just a serious time of like change for japan i mean because in the past couple of years, they've been pulled in so many directions. Like, people want to remember all the traditional stuff. So they're like, oh, stick with tradition. But then at the same time, there's other people who are like, oh, man, tradition. Like, that's getting so old. You guys aren't innovating. And then they try and innovate, but they're such a traditional culture that they keep, like, wanting to go back to, like, the ways that they had before. And then it, and it's this weird hodgepodge. I mean, that's basically what, why Final Fantasy thirteen feels so weird. Because they tried to make, they tried to make everyone happy. And in turn, they didn't make everyone perfectly happy. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, Final Fantasy thirteen to me was was I, a, I, a I, miss. I, 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 and everybody, you you've talked about Final Fantasy thirteen so many times on Podcast Beyond. No, I know. I'm not, I'm, I was just going to say that Final Fantasy thirteen was a miss to me, and that disappointed me because you know when we when I did see it and and it, it just looked better than Final Fantasy twelve, and it looked like it was going to be more fun, and and you can see that they're confused. Yeah, yeah and and I think with Dragon Quest Nine, especially with what happened with Dragon Quest Nine and the fact that that game was basically remade because people gave them shit about what they were trying to do with it, I'm sure they are getting very mixed signals from the different groups of people that like to play their games or whatever. Um, it's, and, and and obviously they're in a, they're in a bind. It just sucks because they have such a great catalog of games yeah. and and such a great catalog. Like, where's the new Brave Fencer Musashi game? 
you know? Yeah. Where where is you know, like I said, the Final Fantasy Six Seven remake? Those, where are the Dragon those, Quest collections and do those other like Brave Fence or Musashi, would that sell? I mean, yeah, sure we there is a, a small collection of people that would, you know, nowadays be like, Oh man, I would love to see that game again. But is that like, you know, we're talking global, like how do they make money globally? I don't know if that's a big money maker globally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I nope. just think that the, it wouldn't hurt to revive it and say like, look, we have this really crisp looking action RPG, third person action RPG right. that's like really fun. And, and it's an ode to this PlayStation game you might not have played and, and put that on the PS as a PS1 classic and get people to play and do all these things. It's just, to me, it's just like, it's always, they're always going big. It yeah. seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the bigger go home, Colin. Well, I, I okay. think that um, I think that a lot of the times, though, their failures are brought into light more than their recent successes, and I think that they have made some smart decisions. And I mean, like I, I you know, I tell you guys all the time, and the Beyond Nation knows it. I mean, I still think uh, like the two Dissidia games have been such phenomenal successes in terms of like showing what they can really do, like what they can do well. And uh, and sure, it's playing off a lot of my you know love for uh, for the Final Fantasy series, but still. And I think, yeah, the, the company is lost, and they can. I think that there is hope for them. It can either go two ways. It can, they can find their way and get back on track, and maybe they'll recover from this difficult time, or maybe they won't. But gaming will continue. Yes. Gaming will always continue. But not for some EA games. <laughs> Number six on the Roper Report. Number six says, EA has announced another round of server shutdowns that may affect some games you enjoy playing. Beginning August 11th, servers for the following PS3 and PSP games will be shut down. Army of Two. I'm just going to name it. Army of Two PS... Oh, dude. Army of Two PS3. Do you want me to do it? Medal of Honor PSP. Medal of Honor Heroes 2 PSP. NASCAR 09 PS3. Motherfucker. NCAA Basketball 10 PS3. NCAA Football 10 PS3. Need for Speed Undercover PSP. Skate PS3. And Tiger Woods PGA Tour 10 PS3 PSP. <gasps> On October 1st, Madden 10 and NHL 10 PS3 will also be shut down. The games reportedly account for collectively under 1% of EA's server traffic. That's mm. impressive. Neat. All right. Yeah. Number seven. <laughs> According to the independent industry analyst EEDAR, they still air Broadway promos. Mm-hmm. Sony's Welcome Back program has been overwhelmingly successful, offering games like Infamous, Little Big Planet, Dead Nation, and Wipeout, quote, caused an increase in awareness and acquisition <laughs> of titles where a newer iteration was available, end quote. Which three of the four titles offered on the PS3 have? Which, no, I thought we were going somewhere else with that, sorry. Which three of the four titles offered on PS3 have? Additionally, Dead Nation, Dead Nation caused a huge spike in searches for Dead Nation 2, a game which doesn't yet exist, parentheses, but one day hopefully will. I know, wouldn't that be nice? Now, it's Colin, interesting, it's really interesting stuff, actually. Colin, yeah. we've talked about the fact that we're going to move in together. Knock on wood. Yes. Eventually we'll find somewhere that uh, we'll, we'll sign something one day that makes us live somewhere. Yes. We're, we're close, ladies and gentlemen, and Colin's stressed out about it. Yeah, I'm really stressed. We're going to be okay. When we do that, <clears throat> when are you going to start helping me get through Dead Nation on hard so I can help through get Dead Nation on grim for you? Oh, so you want me to rub your back? Yeah, exactly. Scratch your back. Scr- I think yeah, it's, yeah. Is it rub your it's back? killing you. Scratch. 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 Well, I'll, your... rub you, I'll rub your back. Though. Are you guys yeah. just... <laughs> can Mike Mitchell... <laughs> Whoa, are we what? Can Mike Mitchell rub my feet while you scratch my back? Sure, whatever. Right. Whatever is... <laughs> this house is going to be great. Now, <laughs> now I keep... So I keep wanting to make really vulgar jokes, and I'm like, so Yoshida-san listens to this podcast and Colin's mom. That's why I just... I keep Hi, thinking of it. Yeah. Hello? What's B- her name? Bad news. I'm gonna guess Jenny. Her name is Betty Ann. Damn it, Betty Close. Ann. Betty Ann. That's a good they classic name. Yeah, it does. She's a good woman. Um, but yeah, we're we're gonna live together. I actually want to take a family like portrait 
as well. We'll put can we do Christmas cards like that? Can we yeah. all get matching sweaters? Yeah, and like, can can I be, Portillo can be in a matching sweater too. Can I be the dog next to Portillo? Like I'm sitting on the floor, like next to Portillo, wearing a little sweater. Okay, you can do that. I, is that okay? We got to get a sweater okay. for the cat. Yeah, the cat too. The cat will really like that. I'm yeah, sure. Well, cats love being dressed. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Number eight. In a funny little move, if you go to the URL, www.modernwarfare3.com, it redirects you to www.battlefield.com. <laughs> this is funny, of course, because Activision's game is going head-to-head with EA's game this fall. However, it's been revealed that this isn't something EA cooked up, but rather a fan of Battlefield who thinks Modern Warfare gets just a little bit too much love. There's no word on... I'm no, sorry. There's no word yet on if Activision plans to, on doing anything about this or not. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. How did they not get that URL? I don't know. I don't know how that slipped through. I mean, when Modern Warfare 2 came out, this guy must have just immediately bought Modern Warfare 3. But even then, they have a... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but they think, think they have a right to, to that URL if, it's, F, a, if yeah. it's a trademark. It's the web. No rules out there. There are no rules on the internet. Yep. That's true. Yep. <laughs> uh, number nine, the upcoming PS3 slash Vita exclusive Dust 514 will require a buy-in to play along the lines of 10 to $20. Dust 514 will reportedly be available for free... But will require this initial buy-in that will translate to in-game credits. CCP's CEO, Hilmar Velger, revealed that the game may go free-to-play down the line. But in the meantime, we'll have this, we'll have this initial charge to get the MMOFPS off the ground. <laughs> Dust 514 is set to come to the PSN in the spring of 2012. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I actually didn't know that the plan was to, that game was going to be free. Like, you're going to be able to just download it. Yeah. But then there'll be that buy-in of 10 to 20 dollars i thought it was a 60 dollars game for some reason i guess mm, i was wrong mm, no you're fooled when we saw it that uh they didn't really clarify that at the uh, conference and at e3 no because they had like two seconds to be yeah. out there and say here's our game now let's like, watch somebody play basketball good job jason yeah and run out of bounds yeah Jeremy. Uh, it's so easy to play <laughs> thank you it's so easy to play and kobe ran right out of bounds developer can't make a pass yeah it's move works really well do you think i can fit this microphone in my mouth no Jeez. i mean I, can you squish it together like how, how hard no Don't. you can't get that in there i can you can shove that whole All thing right. in your mouth All right. <laughs> And rounding out the Roper Report, back on July 8th, Naughty Dog and Sony revealed that over 1 million unique players had taken part in the Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception beta. Now that, there was, we're, now that we're this far out from the announcement, I wonder how many people have played the game now. Prediction, 1.5 million people. You know what's funny? You are so behind on the news, goddammit, that you didn't know that was announced last night. It wasn't on the it wasn't on the site. Yeah, because I don't think I'm not going to update that story. I'm not going. I'm not going to put a new story up every time. 0.5 million people play. Uh, yesterday on Twitter, Justin Richmond from Naughty Dog tweeted that yeah, they have now surpassed 1.5 million unique users. So I was right. Yeah. Cool. And you're a little Nostradamus over there, and you're just following in his footsteps. I are. I am, aren't I? Jesus Christ. Colin. Yes. We're going to move in together, and we're going to play games. Yes. But that's not happening yet. So while I cry myself to sleep right now, living without you, yeah. what games could I play? Where would I go to find out what games are new? You go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. The Grand Flames of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good show today, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I have been, I'll tell you what, guys. I love you both. I want you to know that. I love you guys. Love fans you out there, friends listening. You're the friends. I always screw that up, but you know what I mean. It's good to see you guys. Good, good to be back. Every every morning I wake up, I got so much to do. I'm like, I don't want to do Beyond. I got so much to do. Then I get in here and just have a ball. Then I get out of here and just get yelled at for doing Beyond for an hour and a half. But whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm suffering from a nervous breakdown today. Let's let's <sighs> read the games, shall we? I can't wait for this all to be settled. But here's the problem, Colin. Yeah. We're going to get everything settled. We're going to have nothing to talk about. Because for literally the last two months, this is all I've talked about. I know, man. But I, like... I'm not mad at you. 
Shut I just up, need to, I just need to know if this is going to go through or not, so I can so I can I need. This is what happens in the morning when I wake up. All right, you ready? <laughs> this has been this has been the way it is since Colin has been very young. Colin gets up in the morning. And the first thing that comes to his mind is, what do I have to worry about today? <laughs> and very rarely does, it, does my mind just go and I have nothing to worry about. Like, oh, I just got out of bed, like, carefree. You know, yeah, whether yeah. it's nuclear war or whatever it is, I'm always worrying about something. So, you, uh, well, I don't worry about nuclear war anymore. I'm, t- I'm telling you, buddy, just maybe consider, so you should talk to a therapist. <laughs> I will. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm being, yeah, okay. I was being serious. I wasn't trying to be there. I believe Mike Mitchell's cat is certified. Okay. A certified psychiatrist who can prescribe me some meds. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Meowmers. But anyway, I, I do get uh, I do get very nervous about things, is, and and people that know me know that that that's like one of the things about people. Oh, it's it's, it's like not yeah you're you're on the creepy we mansion chair. We brought the WD forty up here. I don't know whatever. I don't know where it Keep came. All right, here we go. So that's it. I'm razzing. Razzmatazz. Right. So let's do the IGN list. Let's do it. So I can go crawl in a corner. Go. <laughs> go. What's on uh, the PS3? So nothing on PSP. Nothing on PS2. I was thinking that we'll eventually have Vita games to talk about, but nothing like that yet either. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. I don't like how far this one leads back, but it's, it's taller. I like that. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, so PS3 games only this week. Okay. Good. Um, so first thing is Elder Scrolls Fall for Oblivion Special Edition is out. They didn't put trophies in it, so don't buy it. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Harry Potter. 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 Harry Harry, you're in the shit. I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares, the British version. Um, and boy do I, and boy do I love. Ki- wait, 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 wait. Kitchen Nightmares, the British version of Gordon Ramsay's ki- Kitchen. Kitchen Nightmares is an American show too. So I was just saying, I've been watching the, the British, British version okay, of the Kitchen okay, Nightmares. Okay, okay, Am I okay, okay. Okay, everybody. Cool. And I was just gonna say, I like the way I like the way like he says some things. Like he always says, you know fucking shit and fuck me and stuff yeah. like oh, that. Yeah, I he's, love Gordon he is, he is so awesome. Yeah, he he's really a, is. Grow a pair of bollocks. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what do these words even mean? I don't even know. Sarah, do you see this stew? My grandmother shits out <laughs> stew better than this. That's my Gordon Ramsay. That's, that's good. Yeah. He was great. He's like, what I've noticed is that he's actually much nicer to people though than he is on the American version. It's like he came to the United States and he like really just fucking hates everyone. Well, no, he doesn't. He just plays it up for the camera, I guarantee. Because in this like, one, he, he's like, he's like in a the little kitchen. More ni- yeah, British ki- Kitchen Nightmare starts with a very like, oh, do, do, do. like yeah. he's just doing a normal introduction of like this failing restaurant. Whereas like the other time, it's like, ah! he walks into some fucking Mexican restaurant in Michigan and he like kicks the door down. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, NCAA football twelve, yes, which you I gave an eight point five. Eight point five. Editor's Greg's choice. Greg's choice award. <laughs> and uh, the resistance dual pack is out this <laughs> Editor's week. Editor's knapsack. Editor's knapsack. All right. Um, you know, before we switch gears here, mm-hmm. conversational podcast NCAA eleven, which I'm saying is pick of the week. Well, I can do NCAA twelve. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, do you want to argue for resistance as being pick of the week, or is there old? You're fine with that. Uh, no, I think resistance dual pack is uh, definitely the my my pick of the week. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You can't go wrong. Both. How about we just say that? Both games. Yeah. If you're looking for a new sports game, you, you, I mean, obviously, I read your review. I proved it for you, and and it seems like you're, you know, you're gonna get a great game, but you know what you're gonna get. Exactly. Uh, if you haven't played Resistance and you're excited about Resistance Three because we've had plenty of Resistance Three coverage lately. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Cole. Oh, you're welcome. And 
Well, we'll get to that in a second. Then you know you you want to play the shooters and you want you want all that uh-huh. stuff, the alien invasions yeah, yeah. and the chimera and stuff like that. Then then you play, yeah. but then you play as that. But uh, yeah, a few things. First of all, we got that build of Resistance Three. We didn't even know we were going to get it. We got it on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not following on Wednesday, some people don't read IGN.com because mm. they want us to go to business and not have jobs. Thanks for that. Uh, but if you'd like to go to IGN.com, we'd love it, and you'll find a nice, fat, meaty Resistance 3 preview and video preview from Colin Moriarty. Yeah, and so we, we got that. Uh, that was a really nice surprise. It threw me for a loop because I had to review Catherine. But uh, we got through that. It's the first four hours or so of the game. So I, I kept playing the preview build, and I was like, man, this doesn't... I was like hoping it never ended. And then the game just crashed on me. So when I talked to Insomniac, I asked uh, Marcus over at Insomniac, I'm like, so the build crashed and stuff. He's like, yeah, we just removed the cutscene there, so the game just doesn't know what to do next or whatever, and then it crashes. I'm like, oh, that's good. Well, I'm very excited to uh, to see more of that. Mm, good. It is... Uh, I will say the preview is very spoiler-heavy, and people, some people have been complaining to us that, why are we doing spoilers and previews well what else is there to really say about resistance yeah we've talked about the we've talked about the guns and stuff before like you know and i'm not like putting you into this thing about like into this article like lulling you in a false sense of security and then suddenly i'm just giving you everything that happens this is a huge spoiler warning at the top so no one's forcing yeah. you to read it and the video preview is safe and one more thing greg yeah tomorrow friday yeah, july 15th the 15th at 3 p.m pacific 3 time. Pacific Center time you and i will be playing resistance 3 live you're gonna be playing it well i'll be playing it'll be like what we do with uncharted but yeah vice versa exactly and Naomi will be there we're taking questions from folks on Twitter so make sure you tweet at IGN with the hashtag resistance 3 so if you want to see the first hour or so of resistance and you uh, 3 and you, I, and you definitely do yeah. then uh, come check it out we'll start from the opening cutscene so there'll be some a little bit of spoilers but nothing you wouldn't get from the first 5 minutes of playing the game yourself and then I will cut it off very abruptly when I'm supposed to when Sony has asked me to gotcha um, and that'll be fun maybe I'll die once or twice and embarrass myself who knows yeah, probably. I mean, it's mm. the internet. We always everybody stuff. everybody dies. The Chimera are very wily in Resistance Three. Yeah, they're gonna. Go, they're and gonna you don't. You think they're going right? They go left. Yes, exactly. Uh, s- the AI that. seems like much. The AI seems like much smarter <laughs> than it was. It's so. It's so. I'll tell you right now. That game. That game just. It looks so good. I hope. I hope the whole thing's as good as that. That preview build was. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it out tonight. Yeah, I'll give you my. Uh, I'll give you my copy. Try it out there. Yeah. Okay. Before we go any further, though, Zach wrote into Beyond at IGN.com again. Zach wrote into beyond at IGN.com with a question. Greg, is that an email address? It is, that's an email address. Oh, that's where shit. people like Zach should send questions. Right. Uh, Zach started off, and I thought he was just going to be a ranting jerk, but he actually was very nice. And mm. he asked, he, he, basically, he didn't agree with my NCAA review. He, didn't, he can't wrap his head around it, he says. I was a big fan of NCAA 11, and I sunk a huge amount of time into that. My friends still play Dynasties, etc., etc. I found my player, which he, uh, is the Road to Glory, last year to be incredibly unrewarding and for the same reasons you mentioned in this year's review. I was, a 99, I was a 91 freshman running back by week five. Granted, I haven't played this game, but from your review, it doesn't seem like a great recommendation to people who own last year's version. Gameplay largely untouched, a presentation bump a scaling back of my player features new coach contracts and an untouched dynasty mode as you said in your review it's like a special edition of ncaa 11 to me those points you made you know in the tone of your review do not correlate with the great score i gave it an 8.5 in my mind these small improvements do not deserve my money or your high score well zach thank you for writing in with an intelligent question about it yeah um i it's you know writing a review is a hard thing right because you have to try to balance everything you're saying i was saying in my thing that while you know the gameplay can look untouched at times i still think it's improved i still and i think the presentation bumps they put in there make the game a fresh enough experience to want to get i if i even if i was on the outside and i and i you know i already had 11 obviously now coming into 12 i'd want the new introduction of the players i think the coaching carousel is really cool i think the contracts is a really cool idea for dynasties i'm very excited when things settle down a little bit to start a dynasty with my friends and do it where we all start off as offensive or defensive coordinators and try to track a career there i think there's enough additions basically that it 
makes up for the fact that they didn't go crazy this year. You know what I mean? Like last year's game, Nate gave an 8-5, and I agree with that. And then coming into this year's game, they improved the stuff Nate complained about, but then, you know, they're ignoring the stuff that he loved already. So, you know, there's always, especially with an annual franchise, it's really hard sometimes to say what makes this game better than last year's. Because generally, with a good annual franchise, you know, just, it's always just, oh, we'll just buy the most recent version. Like I was, somebody asked me about SmackDown on GameScoop the other week. I was like, I don't know, just buy the most recent one if that's your cup of tea. This is a football game, right? Yes. I, see, I don't like this. You know, you know stuff. You always do this. You, people are like, "Oh my gosh, yeah!" I threw the touchdown. You're like, right. "Oh, I don't know what any of those words right. mean." That, you know what you means. You that, know what you means. You. Yeah. You. The Nothing word the, you. Oh my gosh, the letter. Making noise too. Um, no, no. I, I actually this time I did not know because I did, I don't know what NCAA stands That's, for. Oh, okay. What does it stand for? I want you to guess. Okay. The National Championship of Athletic Agents. Mm-mm. The Norwegian. National Collegiate Athletics Association, I believe. Okay. And NCAA is for everything, not only football. Oh. So Northeastern's excellent hockey team is also part of NCAA. Okay. But is NCAA a football game specifically? Well, there was NCAA March Madness. I mean, it's just collegiate. That just means sports. NCAA March Madness is basketball. Got it. Yeah. This is called NCAA football. Anything you put NCAA in front of means it's a college blank. Got it. Okay. I'm there. All right, good. Speaking of being there, I do I know a to touchdown is football, by the way. Download things in my head. Where, what, what games came out on the PSN? This the future. Uh, yes. Yes. It, this week, we saw a bunch of stuff, including, Greg, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, now available for full download. I enjoy that game. Yeah. $39.99. Uh, also, very exciting demos this week. Uh, for those that don't already know, Catherine is available Booyah! for download. I hear... It's pretty darn good. I think that's going to be topic of the week because we had a lot of Catherine questions yes. come in. So you can, talk, we can, talk, st- talk. We'll, we'll stuff that in our hat yes. for a second. All right. That, I guess a hat makes <laughs> that's that a, noise. That's huh? an interesting hat. Uh, <laughs> Pixel Junk Shooter 2 online battle demo. I don't actually, I'm, I guess it's an online battle demo. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know. Also, Dead Nation demo. I could have sworn there's a Dead Nation demo already. Well, now they know it's super popular. No, demos like to come out on PlayStation Network six to eight months after a game comes out. After the game comes out, right. And then PSP Minis. Yay! There's only one. Oh. For the very reasonable price of $5.99. Good. Very good. You can download Mighty Flip Champs, exclamation mark, DX. So it's it's as expensive as like Critter Crunches. That's very good. Now, connect that mini to IGN Go. Dink, donk, dink, donk, dink. What? Ding, um, uh, Mark Bozon and his brother uh, designed that one. No way. Yeah, that's did, it, it. Came out on a DS forever ago. No, they no. Bozon is the one who reached out to me on AIM. It's like, hey, that game finally came out because it, it's been on DS forever. Okay, got it. And so then it was like. Because his brother works, I'm going to screw this up, not way forward, is that right? No, yeah, they work way forward. Right? Okay, yeah. cool. So it's way forward that put it out. Yes. Those are the guys that are the doing blood, Those are the guys that are doing the Blood Rain game that looks really yes. dope that's coming out soon. Yes. And they did a boy and his blob. And Shantae. And Shantae. Shantae! Shantae! All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. Um, that about covers it. The PSN report done. Jeff Rubenstein got the mini out. Rubenstein um, over. I think we're straight to toe, 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 toe. Colin. Yes. A long time ago, we had Aram on here. We did. Wasn't that long ago. From Atlas. And he wasn't on this podcast, was he? A oh, right, yeah. We recorded this, and then we realized it was really good. Anyways, we've been excited for Catherine forever. You finally played it and reviewed it. Tell me about it. Catherine is a first-person shooter. No, so- that's resistant. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, Catherine is a really unique game from Atlas's uh, Persona team, and this would be their first go on the HD systems. 
And it's very good. It's a puzzle game slash dating game. It's a game you really can't describe. I mean, that was kind of the thing Aram was saying when he was on uh, GameScoop with us. Yeah. And uh, I gave it a 9.0 on an Editor's Choice Award because it is very, very good. Folks, go read Colin Moriarty's review of Catherine at IGN.com because I read it uh, last night, late in the evening, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. It was just, uh, it was just generally speaking, I think, a very fun review to read. Yeah, thank very you. I appreciate well said. it. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's like a really difficult game to, to describe. You know, because it's just it. The the point of the review and what what really makes it stand out is that it's so different, and there's never really been a game like this before. And that in itself is really refreshing. But the fact that the game's actually really well executed and does very few things wrong um, means that it's even better than you know a shooter that's really good, for instance, because you've really never played anything like this before. And, and I can't wait. Like I was telling Greg, and like it's really difficult for me to to I guess you know think about everything I played in, in totality this year because we play so many games. But it's it might be my favorite game of the year. You know, Funny I, I know, I know we were, oh, I'm sorry. question. Nick Hess, beyond at IGN.com. He says, hey, guys, sorry I'm a week late, but I didn't see your message until now. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. Uh, quick fire question. Resistance 3, Catherine, or Uncharted 3 for game of the year? Well, I don't know. I mean, now that I played, Ooh, we've basically played nice. all three of them in some capacity. Yeah. Um, I think Resistance is going to be very appealing, but... Uh, We've only played. I've only played Catherine all the way through. Yeah, and and I can tell. And I can tell you that Catherine blew me away. With, I expected. You know, I expected that I was going to like it. We had played it and kind of messed with it and watched a lot of videos. And we had the import version of it and stuff. But when you can really appreciate what what's going on in the cutscenes and the dialogue and really get to know the characters and stuff like that, we realized that the game the game's just really well executed. I, I really think this is a game. A lot of people were saying that like I'm not into puzzle games, so why did I review this game? Or, you know, uh, what that I don't you play love shit like that. What do you talk? What are they? Well, talking I'm not. Gear wrote into Beyond okay. at IGN.com and said I was surprised to see Colin review this game, considering from what I've heard on the podcast, he's not that into anime and dislikes puzzle games. Don't get me wrong, I respect Colin's opinion. I was just wondering why he reviewed the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like huge into puzzle games, and 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 some of them frustrate me, and I'm not very good at them. I mean, I, I, I've been pretty candid about that. You know, oh, thank God. Uh, if you can get through Catherine, then maybe I stand a chance. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Catherine is tough. I mean, yeah. that is a tough game, but for some reason, it it made sense to me. Like a game like Portal doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. Oh. And and I always talked about and I always talked about what what what's the word? But then we have a problem because Portal makes total sense to me, but I don't think Catherine's going to make sense to me. Like I remember playing the original. I never played Portal two, but I I remember playing the original Portal and getting half an hour into it maybe i mean that's not a long game that might be too that might be even too far playing with mark ryan i'm like i don't really even know what to do next and he's like he's like you gotta like i just don't think like that i guess and so, but with this game it's very visual in the sense that you all the pieces are there and you just need to you know you're working against the clock but you need to figure out how, how you're going to get through the puzzle in time and the entire idea is moving these blocks around to make a tower up and um you can screw yourself up really badly but the game is to- the game is toned back a little bit from the japanese difficulty which is a- which was so difficult that that atlas actually patched the game when it was out in japan to make it easier and uh there's an ability to use the select button which wasn't available in- in- on normal mode in the japanese version to, t- to take your moves back so because once you make mm. cause go once back you- a step because yeah. once you make a move you can you know and if you couldn't use the- i use the select button probably thousands of times in the game because if you would have to start the entire puzzle over again, that would make that would immediately make the game too frustrating. Um, but otherwise, I mean, it's it's just a really novel game. There's a lot in it. You really care about the characters, and you're really eager to see more of the story, which makes you want to get through the puzzle sequences. It makes the puzzle sequences frustrating sometimes because you're just so fucking desperate to see the next cutscene. You know I, mean? <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's a great game. We have copies of it. We have retail copies. Um, I, I, I'm borrowing one this weekend. Don't forget. Yes. Okay, good. Um, now, if you'd like to get back to the effing question, yeah, Nick Hess would like to know game of the year. Resistance, 
Catherine or Uncharted. Well, I don't. All right, so we have. I played. Uh, no one's holding you to this prediction. I know, but this I've isn't only, your I, real I, vote. But I haven't played Uncharted single player yet at all. And Resistance, I've only played the first seven chapters, and who knows how long that game is. Uh, I think Resistance is going to appeal to me more uh-huh. in that realm of game of the year voting. But Catherine is definitely a contender right now. And uh-huh. and so far, I mean, Infamous Two is great. Mass Effect Two obviously came out in the beginning of the year, but no, I don't really uh, count well, that. That's not gonna count. Yeah. Um, so I would say Catherine is probably the best game of the year so far for me. Um, and it's definitely the game to beat. And if anything, I'm like I said, I think in the review or maybe the video review somewhere, is that I hope developers are paying attention. Because what we were talking about with Square Enix is really interesting because a Japanese developer did this. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And so it, it shows that not only can they still innovate, that industry, that industry still innovate, which is really looked at as a stagnant industry, but they can out-innovate the West if only they try to do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And this is a game that really Western developers never would have thought of. And while it's not overly Japanese, it's certainly quite Japanese. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but it's it's really good. And I'm really excited for people to finally play it. It comes out in a couple of weeks. Um, definitely keep your eye out for it. At least rent it. Give it a go. And uh, don't let the puzzles frustrate you too much. And really get involved in the story because the story is really interesting. I really like the characters. Now I'm going to throw this out there. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me. You want, all right. Are you picking one? Because he wants your pick two for Game of the Year. Oh. Out of those three, what do you pick? Uh, I'm going to enjoy playing Resistance more because I'm better at shooters than I am puzzle games. But I think there is something special about Catherine, so we'll see. What about Uncharted? You disqualify an Uncharted from your game? That's what uh, he's asking. Yeah, I didn't it's even a three-prong question. Oh. It's three, there's three choices. I'm Oof. picking Uncharted. Yeah, I, I don't know. Can I just kill all myself right, and Oh, sure, wow. Okay, sure. You can take that. Can't pill. even. Uh, anyway, all right. Here's what I'm throwing all out right, there. Throw, throw, throw it out. Dude, go back to that. Yeah, dude, to the voice yeah, you're doing. I like that. Yeah, here's what we're going to do. Right. I'm going to say right. Catherine with a K, mm-hmm. way hotter than Catherine with a C. Catherine with a K is the blonde, right? No. no. Catherine with a K is his girlfriend. Catherine mm. with a C is the blonde girl, oh, right, and you're right, absolutely out of your mind. No, I'm Both of them are very cute. I've only watched cutscenes, and I got to go with the blonde girl, too. She's she's intentionally made more alluring in dress and in and in pose, yes, yes. but that doesn't discount. Like I mean, you put you put Catherine with a K in the same outfits, the same poses and alluring. I don't qualities. like her hair. I think her hair is cuter. There you go. Well, that's and the I problem. like and I like her glasses. I like the glasses. And she's kind of got the like like businessy edge to her. I think mm-hmm. it's very attractive. Well, I guess you're gonna have to have some decisions to make in the game. Oh, I can't wait. And that's certainly another thing about the game is that the game has replay value. You are making choices throughout the game, and it affects the outcome. And I love how it gives you the poll answers as to like what men and women made the decision. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so yeah, there's Same. just there's so many aspects of the game and so artfully put together. I'm really impressed with the game i was i was much more impressed with it than i thought i knew it was gonna be a good game because of what we saw and what we played and stuff. i knew this game was gonna be novel but man like it was really really good i'm excited for everyone to get their hands on it. i'm sorry our review went up so early you have to wait a couple weeks <laughs> uh nick hess is the guy who wrote in with the question about the game of the year he also finished by asking if he could be a clement super fan absolutely all right so you go ahead and in doctor room right now oh, nick hess <laughs> welcome to the order <laughs> Oh, he's just like, he's, he's like in a golden light floating around his house while I listen to it. That was great. Uh, Harris Foster. Yeah. Uh, f- friend of the show. Big, big GameScoop fan, too. He writes in, uh, As I played the Catherine demo, I noticed a, water ma- a watermark for the golden playhouse was at the top left corner of the screen during most of the game. When I tried researching it, I found nothing. Could someone, Colin, explain to me what the golden ha- playhouse is? Yeah, so in the game, they... I don't want to get too deep into what the, like, with the game, but basically... That watermark just appears, for, uh, like in certain cutscenes and in I guess I guess to differentiate between 
certain parts of the game. So I don't want to. I don't want to okay. like. I don't want to be too detailed about it. When it's you a play fictional, it, it's a fictional thing. Yeah, it's basically, a, like there's a, yeah, there's a fictional intro with like a pretty awesome Japanese rap song over and stuff like that, and it's like introducing all the characters, very Metal Gear like almost, and, yeah. and some other games do it. And then you know that kind of differentiates between I guess Vincent's real life and cutscenes and dreams and stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. But I don't know like what that literally means. I don't know if that's ever explained to be honest. Well, I think that sets it up. I mean, as long as it's yeah. just something. When you play the game, it should make sense, Harris Foster. Hopefully. Yeah, like I'm there's play a, this weekend. I'll let you know if it makes there's sense. There's like a woman that introduces the story. That might of, even be in the of demo. Catherine. Of Catherine. Yeah. And that's when you first see it. And I assume that that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Uh, Leo has another Catherine question for you here, Colin. Okay. Just read and watched Colin's review of Catherine. And I was wondering if there's a Japanese language option. The game looks great, but I'm a little put off by the voice acting. Thanks and beyond. Uh, there isn't Japanese oh, voice acting. And, and to me, that's fine. I mean, I, I, as... I talked to Aram about it at Atlas, who is our friend who was on here. He's the PR guy over there. And, and I think that there was so much dialogue in the game that it would have had actually been compressed, which would have been uh. a problem, um, especially on the Xbox version of the game. Um, because the Xbox version of the game is already apparently heavily compressed. And as, as at the time of talking about this, I haven't even reviewed the Xbox version yet. I still have to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's one of the problems. And I, I, I think you haven't heard much of the voice acting, but I think the voice acting is actually really good in the game. It's very, you know, I, I, people say I don't like anime, and that's true. I don't really like anime anymore. But I did, my brother's an animator, and I did grow up watching a lot of anime, and I know a lot about anime from back in the day. And the voice acting has always been a little over the top, the English dubs and stuff like that, and, and maybe not didn't fit very well. And this is kind of the same, but I think it works. I think it actually brings out the, you like, it brings out the um, the personality of each character, I think, pretty well. It's cer- certainly it not sounded, the best, but I thought it sounded great, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it, heard it looks great. And the soundtrack also magnificent, oh, yeah. magnificent soundtrack. Get that uh, that special edition comes with the soundtrack, right? Yep, it does. There you go. Awesome, awesome music in that game. Yeah. Clement, how long have we been going for? Uh, Greg, we've been going for about fifty minutes. Why the, why the fuck are there so many laptops on on the table? They all do something different. Yep. They, they allow now we can take phone calls. Oh, okay. We can yep. Skype with people. Yep. And, and this, this, this is the old one. Oh, okay. <laughs> this one's for porn. All right. That's the end of Toe. Catherine's good. You should buy it. We're all very excited to play it. Now let's get to some reader mail. Reader mail. Mail call. Maelstrom. Chain mail. Uh, remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. Uh, follow us on the Twitter, too. I'm game o- at Game Over Greggy. Collins at No Taxation. Ryan is at Pwom Cider. Um, also, re- yeah, you can find us elsewhere. Facebook. Google Plus. Yeah, the Google Plus. Use the Google Plus now. We're all moving over to that now. You can find me at it's G plus dot two slash Game Over Greggy. Yes. Yeah. What's yours? G plus dot two slash Ryan Clements. All right, cool. And Colin, you, you on No, I'm Google? not on it yet. You hate Google. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, it's gonna take it's gonna take some prodding to get me on that. Okay, well let's start off with some uh, well wishes. How about that? Okay. Uh, knighted Colin Moriarty super fan Jonathan writes in. He says, "Beyond, I just wanted Beyond. to wish Colin and Ryan congratulations on their four year IGN anniversary coming up on the 16th." Thank you. I was recently Thank listening you. to old episodes of Beyond, and they mentioned it. Keep on Beyonding. Four I, years I'm, ago. That's actually very special to me, and I'm hoping to uh, treat Colin to a drink or something. Yeah, this we'll weekend. do it on Saturday. Yeah. And it's too bad Geddes isn't here because Geddes also yeah. he's still. We should you know, give, we should give him a call at yeah. least and see what he's doing. He's, he's still with you. he's with baby right now. Yes. Yeah, I was just down there. Kid was wearing overalls. Oh, looks just like his dad. No adorable. hair, skinny. <laughs> uh, Matt writes in. I yes. sent a beyond to Greg the other day on PSN, and to my surprise, I got a response which I didn't, which I think was awesome. So I was just wondering, how often do you guys receive random beyonds from people on the PSN? Do you always send out replies? And do you have a lot of recognition throughout the online PlayStation community? I get beyonds all the time. Yeah, I get, I get emails all the time. I get, a lot, I get a lot of PSNs that say, just checking trophies. 
Because you know, that's the easy yeah. way to do that or whatever. Uh, I was very impressed with the Uncharted beta. There was one night where I was playing. I usually I play with Scott Lowe, but there was one night where I was all by myself and I had mics on, and I was. <laughs> I joined a random match and I just went beyond, and I got like three back. And then there was one too where we were playing, and this it was me and Scott Lowe, and Scott Lowe has IGN in his name, uh, Gonzo Dash IGN, everybody, or underscore, I can't remember, one or two. And uh, this kid started flipping out when he put it all together. He's like, "What? What? You guys work for IGN? Oh my god!" <laughs> it was like it was great. So no, uh, we're very very blessed and very very lucky, and feel incredibly privileged to get the recognition we get from you guys. So yes. thank you for being our friends and caring. Definitely, yeah. And I get a lot of messages, um, and. I tend to answer, I answer pretty much all of them, but yeah. I do it like once a month. I'll just answer them all at mm-hmm. one time. Um, and I do appreciate you guys reaching out to me. And I've been kind of cooking up a little scheme in my head a, in which I will be purging some people from my Uh-oh. list and we'll have a new contest. And what I think it's going to be, although I haven't, I haven't had the rules down pat yet. And so don't, don't, don't do anything yet. All uh, the code uh, but, uh, you know, definitely, um, it's going to have something to do with podcast beyond in terms of, uh, what are you looking at? I'm watching all the Code Foo kids. Some of these Code Foo kids are big beyond people, so they're going to listen to the show later today and be like, oh my god, he saw uh, us. I saw him walking in the hallway. I'm going to look real quick. Hold on. Yeah, you see him? Looking at them all walking in their Code uh, Foo walking things. Around. Yeah. So I think the rules, Greg, are going to be that I'm going to maybe one week, maybe one week soon, maybe a podcast 200, oh podcast gosh. beyond 200, is say, everyone that's on my list must email oh my goodness. beyond at IGN.com within a certain time frame letting us know that you listen to this podcast. If you're not a podcast beyond the oh listener, then you're not going to be on the list anymore. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That is. It's, I mean, that's it's cool. unprecedented. I'm cool. Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm down with that. Don't be wrong. One because I want, I want to connect to the most ardent podcast beyond listeners on PSN. And we get so many messages being like, why can't I be on your PSN list? Do you have room for us? And, that, and, we, and we don't. We just don't have room. Exactly. But we want to make room. And so some people have just been on the list. I don't even know who they are. Granted, I know a lot who a lot of the guys yeah. are that aren't on the list. I find it very hard to eliminate people when it's time. Well, usually mm-hmm. when I meet somebody new in the industry or some, a developer or somebody who wants to be on my list and I have to go through and delete somebody, I scroll all the way down. And I have the, I do the weak thing what you do with randoms. Or you do it for everybody. Right. But like, there's people on my list. Like I know that like you know, Geddes is on there, and he rarely turns on his PS3. But I like having him on there. Like So I start – I will go all the way to the bottom, and then I start working up through the people I know. And then I start getting to like people – even you know, fr- fan friends that I know. And then it's, it's really hard to figure out how to – yeah, it's becoming more and more difficult. I mean, there's a few guys on my list. I don't want to say a few. There's probably a dozen or so on the list that have been with me since since the very beginning that yeah. I really don't want to get rid of. Um, Squid Crumb Bum. Squid Crumb Bum, yeah. <laughs> well, there's like a lot of guys. Like uh, like Mick P has been on my list for a long time. I know he's on your list too and like a few other guys. And then there are guys that like have been on my list and then have been off and then back on. Like Ninja XYZ was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. He obviously works at Sansaru. Which uh, I did not know. Um, but he's the guy I want everyone, not that anyone cares probably, but he won the PSN 25 code or whatever, like for the top 25 PSN games. He's the dude that won it. And when I gave it to him, I had no idea that he was uh, the dude from Zanzaro. Yeah, I mean, not it that it matters, whatever. I mean, he didn't my have, code to give away, I'll do what I want. But there yeah. was no funny business. Um, so when you see me getting fat, it's Life 4 exclusive, I guess, <laughs> the coming one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there's gonna have to be a new system because because I, I want to you know and I, like like I've said before I have my cousins on there my my cousin Jan who and he's he's uh, like in his early twenties and and uh, actually owns a restaurant and stuff like that but and he only plays like Black Ops and Madden and he and he's been on for like years but he only, he's only like level four or level five or whatever but I don't want to get rid of him because he's like you know my, my, my family and yeah, you guys and, can get rid of me if you need space no no, no I wouldn't do that and obviously pair like pairs on the list yeah. and like he's never gonna go anywhere and like a few other guys are, like Hillary's still on the list and stuff but the fact of the matter is like no one really plays PS3 like as their first console at IGN except for the three of us and so it's um 
it's not that hard in terms of fellow employees and like colleagues and stuff like that to get rid of. So I want to make as much room as possible, I guess is what I'm saying. So I will, I will spring soon. Don't, 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 don't freak out yet, readers. That's what, that's what I want to point out. If I can, <laughs> you've made a good case here for what you're doing. I'm excited for it. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. And we're talking about do we respond to every message? I try to respond to every message. I get quite a few. And what I, the problem I find is that usually what happens when I get there in the morning, it takes three years for our horrible computers to turn on. So that's when I, I turn on my, comp- my PS3 and I have the, the keyboard there and I can answer all your questions. And that's when it's easy. However, there's, it never fails that I'll have to get a save off of it first thing in the morning. So 7 in the morning, I'll turn on my PS3 and when it, that happens, it downloads all the recent messages. If you don't have multiple PS3s, how it works is whatever PS3 you turn on, it downloads those messages and then you turn it off, you go to another PS3, it doesn't re-download those messages. Yeah. So I start getting these random threads of PS3 messages. So when I get home at night and I just want to play and I have an hour to play Uncharted, I see all these messages and I, I can't answer. I don't, I, you know, I don't even see them. I don't answer them. I also, if you're ever wondering, I have all my notifications off because we have so many friends on PSN and so many messages come. It got to be super annoying that it was just flashing all the time. Something was happening, especially when you're watching Netflix. So... It, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that get put in there and don't get re- responded to. And if you don't ask a question, if you don't say beyond, you don't get a response generally. The people who write in are like, "Delete someone to add me to your list." I'm like, "I don't I don't respond to that. That's I, mean. I don't do that." And then you know how you know that's not how it works. I do respond to those who I'm just like, "I'm sorry, there's no room on my list, but thank you for writing." If you say, if you say you know beyond, I give you back a beyond. But some people do that. Add me to your list beyond. I'll go beyond. And they go, what about the list? And I don't respond to that. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- that's the thing. So, you know, not next week because Clements will be flying the ship by himself next week because we'll be at we'll Comic-Con. Be at Comic-Con. We'll be rocking the cons. But the week after, that's episode 199. Oh, my God. It's so actually. Close. we got to actually plan something. Yeah. Uh, I will announce the plan then. How's that? Uh, Sounds good. Can I also jump in on this bandwagon real sure. quick? Please do. Uh, the absolute easiest way... To, to contact me is through Twitter Call because oh. I I actually I check Twitter like it's very easy. Agreed. I think Twitter is just easy to check. Yeah. Because they're concise messages, exactly. they all stream through to you directly to you. So if you want to get in touch with me, uh, you know I am I am always available and I try and respond as much as possible to Twitter stuff. So that's Plum Cider. I, but in, in in that same vein though, I love that that exclusivity the PS3 brings. Like I oh, yeah, I, I like sure. that that's how we talk to people too. And I don't get me wrong, I I try to respond on Twitter, but Twitter's the same thing too. A lot of people say just give me statements on Twitter, and I don't respond to that necessarily. I, I see everyone. If you tweet at me, I see your tweet eventually, probably, most likely. I do. We, we all tend to get a lot, and they tend to push things down. But And I would also like to say that I'm trying to make a huge push for not only for my IGN interaction, like I've been actually trying to monitor my wall, which uh-huh. I haven't done in a long time, and respond to all your Too many social messages feeds. there. But uh, I'm, a, I'm actually a big fan of Google+, and Google. I have been making like a serious effort to be interacting with you guys on Google+. So find me there, and uh, I and let's have fun conversations. Cool. Uh, yes. It's easy to find all of us. Game over, Greggy, for me on everything. Poem Cider or Ryan Clements. No taxation or Moriarty Dash IGN. Yes. That covers it. That's how it. To find everybody. All Correct. Right. The social networks. And now we are at an hour mark. Holy shook. Okay, here you go. Here, we're, here's an easy one. Sean writes into you and me, Ryan. Oh. This is, a ra- this is just a random topic slash question aimed at Greg and Ryan. Which I'm sure Colin has no difference towards. I imagine that the next Mortal Kombat will be another DC crossover that will probably play and look similar to this year's Mortal Kombat. It only makes sense, and I can't, re- I can't really imagine what else they would do. So, how interested would you be? Uh, Sean, I guarantee you that you will not see another Marvel versus DC. I would, I, I, Mortal Kombat versus DC. That's true, sorry. Mortal Kombat versus DC, for sure this generation, let alone probably ever. 
Yeah. But who knows? It's it, I mean, it's severely unlikely that that will happen. That was their whole that was the whole push for this one is that it's like we're finally back to real Mortal Kombat. We can really do fatalities. We can kill people and tear them apart and do X and they couldn't do that in Marvel or Mortal Kombat versus DC. The the next I can look, I here's my official prediction. Here we go. Podcast Beyond episode 197. I'm seeing into the future. The, the next Mortal Kombat will just be a updated tweaked version of the current one with a larger roster adjusted move set and all the usual enhancements you would see in a a small leap in a fighting game and it will continue the story from the first mortal Kombat. now that history has been altered there you go i like I can, history i can guarantee you that's what's gonna happen well i can't actually guarantee it but i'm like really putting it out there i guarantee it all right men's warehouse guy we should start that we should God, do that one i love that dude we talked about that he a seems long like time the, ago, he right? seems like the most honest man ever like you like the way you look i, I guarantee, guarantee it, it. <laughs> I'm like, damn! I kind of believe you. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to go to Men's Warehouse. He looks like a nice guy. George Zimmerman. Is that what his name is? I'm pretty sure. George Zimmerman sounds right. He just looks like a nice guy. Like I just feel like if I saw him in a restaurant, I can walk up and be like, man, I. He looks like a younger version of the Dosaki. Yes. Oh my god! I don't always drink beer. I think you're onto something. The Dosaki guy is just the time. Is time traveling? Yep. Yep, yep. Do you, we remember we were talking about that in the car? Like, I love those Dosergues commercials. Dosergues. Dosergues. But they started to defy reality mm-hmm. to the point of where it doesn't actually make sense. He finds like, squirrels untrustworthy. Yeah, like, it, it, like it, originally it was like, you know, um, you know, when he passes, a woman will look at him and not the other way around. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know, that totally makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I like that one. Oh, yeah. Give me a Dosergues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes total sense, right? But then they're recently they're like, you know, objects in his mirror appear exactly as they are. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you can't do that. Like, that's like not that. physically that's possible. Uh, we're in a, I've, been, I've been toying with the ideas. You guys know because you get to see me that I come in with these papers and I have a million questions on them. Right. And then we get to now where I have to choose one. Right. I thought about maybe answering them in the Beyond article. You know, okay. we could post the, the, you didn't make the cut, but here's your answer, which I like, but then we're also gosh darn busy. It doesn't make sense. So here's yeah. some rapid fire ones that are easy. Chad had written in asking about the Uncharted 3 beta. He was wondering if we end up saving a lot of stuff we don't need to. His example was that he still had the Uncharted 2 beta in his things eating up space. Uh, no, I, I delete stuff. No, I, I, I'm kind of a hoarder. So sometimes <laughs> it's, I collect. I, I, it's one of those things I don't think about. Like yesterday I was going through and I found like the Mod Nation Racers beta and there. I was like, well, let's, I can get rid of that. So I, yeah, we, only when I run out of space or worry about it do I worry about it uh cj wrote in one hey had comicsology questions for me so yeah i will say the batman arkham asylum exclusive digital comics these are the 99 cent ones that i did a robin article about yesterday they're interesting enough they're only a buck and then the actual book arkham asylum i'm enjoying quite a bit so those are cool i would get those he also asked about instability of the comicsology app i had a big problem where it wasn't like you know how usually it's a very seamless experience of scrolling through pages and it got to where it would just hang and not move the pages and it turned out i I just went in and deleted a whole bunch of books i didn't need anymore because i had like four gigabytes of comics there and it was like that was causing the app to run like crap so i went through deleted them and not and when you the best thing about it is when you delete them i still have them showing there so that if i'm ever like oh i really want to read that action comics i can just click on it and download it again for free it's it's right there as long as i have wi-fi or whatever cool um arnold no your german copy of infamous 2 the save will not work when you come back to the u.s you will not get trophies that way so no that does not work and that was our rapid fire rounding it out before we get to the dumbass of the week yeah i already told this kid he was getting yelled at too Thomas writes in and says, Are you guys excited for Rage? It seems they've slipped under the radar, but it looks fantastic. What are your opinions of the game? I'll start off, no, not excited for Rage, and I know I get hell for this all the time from Colin. Yeah, I think Rage looks awesome. I think Rage just looks really, really fun. Right there with Colin. Man, it just looks like uh, another first-person shooter where I have no voice. 
Y'all crazy. It looks pretty. It looks really pretty, but... I don't know if it needs a motherfucking eye drops up in right, here. We're, we're, it's he, an id game, No, bro. no, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to rush. I'm saying... No, like, I know. But we're still right, My eye is don't all cry. Like, It's because you love Rage so much. You I do. I love Rage and Doom. Yeah, I mean, I think Rage is going to be... It's going to be well-received. It's going to do well, but... I'm, I'm not... I'm not blown away to the point of super exertion excitement. This is a Carmack joint, bro. I know. Well, maybe I'll see that someone That dude one day. codes in his fucking dreams. Oh, my God. I, was, I hear funny stories about, like, how, you know, they get... Like how he he's so crazy about the engines that he like if the game is running at like fifty nine point five frames a second he'll like tweak it and make sure it runs at like sixty frames. So like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love that perfectionist man. Okay, okay. That was reader mail. Beyond.ign.com. Come be a part of the show. Beyond.ign.com. It's super easy. Follow us on Twitter at Game Over Greggy at No Taxation at Poem Cider. Follow us on Google Plus. Ryan Clements. Plus. Game Over Greggy. Colin is don't follow on, me on Google yeah Plus. don't do that uh, you can find him on Facebook <laughs> find IGN on everything I just mentioned it's usually just IGN easy enough to do go to my IGN follow us there too you can click on our articles on IGN.com which you should be reading because if you don't we'll be out of business one day yeah uh, I think I covered everything um, also beyond 200 beyond! I oh but, yeah, what, I'm okay. ready. Where, I where are you going? going to say, oh, yes, of course. Uh, I send out all... I think we pretty much are all caught up on invites. Clements, so. is a, Clements is a golden god, everybody. I got out of it maybe 25. Uh, hey, come to, you, you've been accepted to come to the show. And then Clements realized that I was just drowning in work, and he came over and did the rest. So he is my golden god. I love him very much. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, if pleasure. you got one of those, congratulations. You, are, you have a spot reserved at the show. Uh, like I said, I gave you the date. I gave you a vague time period. We will get you official deeds coming up. If you are trying to be a hangers-on and just come to the show, crash it, don't do that. We have a very specific list with names on it, and the location is still not announced. So don't try to just crash it. We'll, right. we, we, I, we're going to try to live stream it. I need to talk to Oshtag about that. But for sure, it'll go up in audio form. Remember, you come to the show. We're going to hang out. We may have some surprises. Of course, we'll have some surprises. Yes. Then we're going to go out and get oh, some drinks. We have some surprises. Oh, my God. Age. I'm so excited. Guys, I, I got to say Beyond Nation. If, if there's one boy in this room that's excited for it, and we all are, I am very excited for it. Okay. Extremely. I can't wait. Very much. It's going to be a fun show. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, dumbass of the week. That's a little harsh. But yeah. this email cracked me up, and yeah. it's from a Beyond friend. So here it comes. This is from George Williams. You might remember George Williams. He is the one who sent in his favorite quote from the infamous spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. And then won the two Cole statues. But he's not happy. He, respond, he writes, hey, guys, I've been trying to get a hold of you for the last few weeks. Now, so as to find out what's happening with the infamous two wait, statues wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. of good and bad coal that I want. Can you do the reader voice? No, because he's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a bad reader. Oh, okay. It's just there's some miscommunication okay. here <laughs> that I want on podcast beyond number one ninety four. So far, I've had no emails back from you, but I have. A, but I have had a reply from Colin Moriarty via my IGN, who said to drop you guys another email to remind you. So this is me once again reminding you, and this time I'm leaving my postal address as well. George Williams, what is your effing problem? Yes, this is what we've been waiting for. I can't, I can't email you the statues. We knew you won. All you had, I said in the thing, I think, send us your address. That was it. Also, all right, so also there's another problem with this, is oh, that he lives in Europe. Now, yes, now, again, I'm only, I thought yeah, we covered this, yeah. but apparently we didn't. No, if, we, we certainly have covered yeah, it. So I don't know if we're going to make even make an exception for this, but... From now on, and we will not reiterate it again. Again, international listeners, we love you so much. Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you so many of you that we are coming to Beyond 200, which is insane. You all have too much money. However, Colin and I are average Joes who can't figure out how to move into a place in their own city, <laughs> let alone mail you a package outside of the country. We, are, we have a mailroom. 
and there's global slips there, but there's a lot of questions, a lot of hoops to jump through. To yeah, get and, we, and, and obviously our company pays for this, so we're not, we're not, you know, here's the rule from now on. If anything has to cross an international border or an ocean, it's no longer going to be sent. So if you are not in the 48 continental United States, then I'm sorry you cannot win. And it's not that we're not contest. trying to be jerks, and we're not, we are lazy. That is part of it. But it's not the <laughs> defining reason. You know what I mean? Clements, back me up here. We try. God, how we try. Oh, yes. But it's just like, yeah, we, I mean, like, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I wish Beyond was my only job, and we could just do cool stuff for Beyond all day. We, ha- we have to provide results. Got to get stuff out there. Yep. So, Got to keep the site afloat. George, I, we're going to try. I will try to get you this thing, but that's it. Your last trying of international thing ever. If you hear me down the road, ladies and gentlemen, giving away coal statues at Beyond 200, you know what has happened. <laughs> I, I would like to say, by the way, that it is not uncommon for contests that occur in the United States. Listen to all the, the fucking fast talk and small text. They're always like, it's only for United States residents. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not like us being jerks. This yeah, is yeah, common. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's super offended, right. but I, I do understand that it sucks. I do. And I understand when we give away codes that are US only, that sucks too, but... Yeah, I mean, this is just, these are the materials we have been provided as a business in the United States. But I love all our international folks. I love all, as Greg I love has all said. our listeners. Yeah. I, I love the fact that people listen to us from around the world. It is touching. Speaking of loving one another, come give me, Colin, IGN, Damon Hatfield, Rich, a lot of love at San Diego Comic-Con. Remember, uh, Thursday through Saturday, there's the IGN Oasis, 10 to 5, every day at the Hard Rock Hotel. Then Thursday at 5 p.m. in 7 AB, it's the Resistance panel hosted by, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Uh, Saturday from 4 to 5 at the Oasis is, in fact... The IGN meet and greet from there. We're going to go do something fun, probably get really mad at some bartender for not serving 100 people we bring. And then Friday, or no, that's not right. Friday, that's not wrong. And then Sunday, 10 a.m., Starhawk panel with me, Greg Miller, 25. Sunday, AB. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm just picturing the Starhawk transforming. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Clements. Yes. Put down your RC Cola. Take me home. This, that was the putting down of the RC Cola. I, I got that. Uh, okay, good. This one was great. This one was a song sent to us by Richard. By the way, Richard sent us a song to beyond at, at IGN.com. How do you send a song, Ryan? You just send it to beyond at IGN.com. A lot of people get Atta- hung up on that, too. Attach it. Attach an MP3 and then explain. To your email. And, yes, to your email. And, of course, I will be happy to plug your, your, your group, yourself, your MySpaces, your Face pages, your Google chat maps. The Twits. Google chats. Anyway, okay. So Richard sent this in. Uh, Richard knew how to do it properly, which I appreciate. But this was also just awesome. Richard writes, a hearty beyond from works up in the United Kingdom or Warksop. I actually don't know really how to pronounce it, but I'm going to say Warksop in the United Kingdom. I would get such a buzz if you guys would consider our song for the end of Podcast Beyond. Not only did I consider it, I chose it. <laughs> and then Richard writes at the end, every Saturday, me and my friends write and record these silly songs after a few drinks and some herbal essences, then retire to a hot tub and talk about video games and films. <laughs> ha! <laughs> that's it the the song is called argument of the ages i loved the song it was it's hysterical but also very catchy from some of our uh international friends in the united kingdom uh who by the way that sounds if they can produce this kind of stuff uh after drinking and using herbal essences and then going into a hot tub phenomenal you guys must be brilliant yep good stuff that's that's it that's it that's my beyond team. beyond Whoa! say beyond beyond there it is Okay. You adorable little scamp. Take off that shirt. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the 
greatest rapper in all the land I know we don't have that many fans But the ones that we have, they all understand They say I'm the greatest, I said you this band Fuck you, cause I can rap too Yeah, but Johnny doesn't sound as good as the way I do Maybe not quite as good as you But I can hold a note and I can sing a tune Come on Johnny boy, you know you can't sing jack What are you trying to say, I sound like a dying cat? Yeah, one that's been run over by a steamroller Screaming for his life, you know it don't sound very nice I disagree, cause I can sing a tune Over the top of these, over the top of these Over the top, over the top, over the top of these chords They all can sing the harmonies All the same words, but sung a little differently You should feel it, can add the I'll add the R Yeah, you rap over the top of this yeah. Busting out my rhymes and busting out my hits It's what I do best, son, you better believe I'm like a lion in the jungle or a shark in the sea Come on, buddy, you got a cup of some slack back there You almost gave me a talent attack It's probably because you know my lyrics are bad More importantly, what the fuck's a talent attack? Look, I'm just saying that I've been on YouTube And any other grown mummy's boy can rap Rap, motherfucker, that's child's play to me Well, only show us what else you do, bitch, let's see I'll give you that Scatting was electric, but Damon played guitar just like Jimi Hendrix So crank up the overdrive and pick up a six-string Let's show this motherfucker, let the solo begin <laughs> To everyone out there, for the solo was ace Here's my buddy Blue Tear slapping the bass They were good and just because you can rap doesn't mean you're from the hood You're just a one-trick pony, big phony No matter what you try, you know you'll never be as good as me Shoot like you beat you, let's have had it with his tinsels Just like he always stopped me from acting on impulse I'm a lyrical warrior, my rhymes are only There ain't nothing you can do because you know this shit is true Look, we're all pretty good and... Nah, I'm not gonna say it, I think you should Okay, one more chorus, one more fucking whip on this one I think the demo should sing I can sing a tune In a world saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging, to mental health, to courage, and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real, it's intimate, and it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.